Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Republican President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation, which freed slaves held in the Confederate States. The 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution took effect in December 1865 and finally ended slavery throughout the United States. That year, the Ku Klux Klan was founded. Historian Eric Foner observed that basically, the Klan was the military muscle behind the agenda of the Democratic Party, the plantation owner class, and all those truly afflicted with the mental disorder that is racism. The Klan's purposes were to reverse the interlocking changes sweeping over the South during Reconstruction to destroy the Republican Party's infrastructure, undermine the Reconstruction state, reestablish control of the black labor force, and restore racial subordination in every aspect of Southern life. By any means necessary, the Klan sought this agenda by threats and violence, including the murder against black and white Republicans. There are a lot of people who wrote these eulogies for Senator Byrd in the newspapers, and I read a bunch of them, and they mentioned that he once had a fleeting association with a Ku Klux Klan. And what does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. He was a country boy from the hills and hollows of West Virginia. He was trying to get elected. He was fiercely devoted, as you've all heard, to his principles. Even once he became power, he always spoke truth to power. Standing up for the people he proudly was part of. You know, folks, lynching is pure terror and forcing the lie that not everyone belongs in America and not everyone is created equal. Pure terror to systematically undermine hard-fought civil rights. Innocent men, women, children hung by a noose from trees. Bodies burned, drowned, castrated. Their crimes, trying to vote, trying to go to school, trying to own a business. Lynch for simply being black. Nothing more with white crowds, white families <clears throat> gathered to celebrate the spectacle, taking pictures of the bodies and mailing them as postcards. Hard to believe, but that's what was done. And some people still want to do that. These are the innocent lives taken during another tragic mass shooting in America this year. Arielle Anderson, Brian Frazier, and Alexandria Werner. Police identify the gunman as 43-year-old Anthony Dwayne McRae. After an hours-long manhunt, police say he died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound at a location off campus. The FBI says McRae suffered from mental health issues. Detectives found a three-page note on him listing places in Michigan, Colorado, and New Jersey he also wanted to attack. Uh, Soros DA did what they do and reduced the charges and, and let this guy walk out so he could buy a gun. So I dug into the prosecutor because you know that's what I'm going to do. It's Ingram County Prosecutor Carol Seaman, who just retired recently, confirmed George Soros-backed DA. Right. So her, her official policy was to drop mandatory prison sentences for felony firearm charges. That's what she did. And this is what happened. This is the clearest example I found yet. Right. Uh, of woke criminal justice causing a mass shooting. I will defend myself from violent KKK, black supremacist, Antifa or anybody else that tries to hurt my family, and I will put down as many people as I have to to protect my family and no more. Joseph Martinez, age 8. Audrey Martinez, age 13. Yeah, the truth was white trash, and they're federal Gestapo control. 
For two weeks, they've had fake news articles everywhere saying that I'm saying go mow down black people. Uh, sorry, that's the new Black Panther Party saying that. And that's Chris Cuomo saying he wanted to kill everybody, kill everybody at CNN, go on a mass shooting rampage, but he decided not to. I was going to kill everybody, uh, including myself. Things can consume you. Italians are so passionate. That's Fredo that's actually saying that, not me. Everybody that listens knows I want peace. I want justice. And the number one group in America being killed. All right, folks, that is the latest from John Bowne. Racist Democrat Party fuels humanity's end. You know what's interesting about that statement from uh, Biden about the lynching? Uh, more white people were killed by black people in the month of January this year than uh, the number of black people lynched by white people in the last 30 years of lynching between uh, 1938 and 68. Isn't that interesting? It's Wednesday, February 22nd, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The Infowar. I'm Harrison Smith. You're watching American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. Please do share these links, share the videos. I'm seeing a lot more people post little clips of this show, of Alex's show, of the War Room on Twitter, and uh, thank everybody for thank you if you're uh, one of the people doing that. Really appreciate it. And of course, you can always get the highest possible quality by going to Bandot Video, and there's a download button right there. You don't have to install any shady third-party video downloaders. Just hit the download button, and there it is. Upload it on your own Twitter. Upload it on your own Instagram or whatever. Just Take it. It's yours. Do with it what you will. I uh, really appreciate people spreading the message that way because, again, we don't want to be preaching to the choir. We love keeping you folks informed. You keep us informed, but we know what's going on. We've got to expand the awareness out, and uh, you help doing that. Uh, you help to do that by spreading the videos one way or another. And, of course, you can always click the share button, and it gives you a disguised URL that you can actually post on social media since, for the most part, we're still banned. We're still completely banned. We have quite a few videos to show you today. We'll be taking your calls. Of course, some fantastic guests in the third hour. You know, I, I sometimes feel like I'm, I do a bit of disservice because I don't know if you know, I'm not exactly a morning person. But that doesn't mean I'm grumpy in the morning. Just it, it just means I my my energy levels aren't as high in the in the morning, especially like my. Honestly, I feel like my brain function is just I'm, – I'm stuck in second gear almost. But it's like weird because I, I lay in bed at night and sometimes I just think about everything going on in the world and I just rage. I just lay there and I just silently rage at what's going on, just imagining things. You know, we, we got videos here of you know kids uh, – the way kids are treated in school and stuff. And I sit there and imagine what if my son was treated like that? You just feel that the the white hot rage flow through you, and you just think, I I can't even, you know. It's just like you, you start to go crazy, and then in the morning everything's kind of calmed down. But I feel like I I need to be at that level because it's insane what's going on right now. We are under concerted attack from every different angle, like existential crisis that we're in right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get myself into that mindset because that is the accurate mindset. And it really is, you know, to approach this stuff with the seriousness it deserves, you really have to understand just how unspeakably evil 
these people are. I mean, even just looking at some of the stories that have been printed out so far, just a couple, you know, the politics, war, free speech. You've got the fact that President Biden blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Our government committed a terrorist attack against a nuclear-armed nation that we're not at war with, poisoning an entire ocean and putting all of us in the crosshairs of retribution. And we can't even impeach the guy. We can't even get the political will to demand some sort of answer from our administration. Like if we were playing nuclear chicken with Putin who – kind of a geopolitical strategic genius, like maybe not the right thing to do against this guy. But honestly, it's we'll, we'll try to we'll try to really get across today just how necessary it is for all of us to fight back in whatever way that we can because honestly, it's it's coming down to the wire at this point and things are getting untenable. But also People are saying things they never would have said before. People are realizing things that used to fly over their head. Things are changing. I guess the question is whether they'll change as severely and as rapidly as necessary to save the world from annihilation. We'll do our best. We just need you to help. Let's uh, begin today, as we always do, with our Daily Dispatch. But folks, here it is, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 22nd of February, George Washington's birthday, 2023. U.S. believes Russia conducted Satan 2 ICBM test while Biden was in Ukraine. CNN has published a surprising report Tuesday night claiming, based on two unnamed U.S. officials, that Russia conducted an ultra-provocative intercontinental ballistic missile test while President Biden was in Ukraine on Monday. These sources say the U.S. now believes the ICBM test failed. However, no explanation or details were given for the claim other than Putin simply didn't mention the test in his big speech, uh, Tuesday speech in Moscow. Russia notified the United States in advance of the launch through deconfliction lines, one official said. Another official said that the test did not pose a risk to the United States and the U.S. did not view the test as an anomaly or an escalation. The officials described the test as the heavy Sarmat missile, Sarmat missile rather, dubbed in the West Satan II, which is nuclear capable. It's important to note that Satan II is the name we gave to it, not the name that Putin gave to it. They don't tell you that. Uh, the following is the, perhaps the dubious evidence is the perhaps dubious evidence of the purported test failures highlighted by CNN, this article on uh, Infowars.com. If Russia wanted to send a resounding and threatening message, there remains the possibility that footage of the Sarmat missile launch could be released later in the week, assuming that it did happen. So just, just yet another notch, yet another data point in the escalation of our so far completely – unjustified and pointless conflict with Russia. Wouldn't it be nice to have a administration that at least gave us the, the respect of explaining why they're bankrupting us and sending us to war rather than just telling us they're doing it and then telling us to shut up when we ask questions? Wouldn't that be something? Meanwhile, top banker says UK will introduce a new super app that combines digital ID and financial data. Oh, wow, that's so convenient. 
It'll be such a convenient way to move between the barbed wire fences and between our neighborhoods. Won't that be so convenient? It'll be, it'll be the easiest way. You'll get notifications telling you whether you can eat that day. Uh, it'll be a way you can log in to your, your finances to you know, see how much money the government's taking from you to send to Ukraine. It's just – it's so convenient for all of us. It'll really be convenient to be slaves. Do you know how convenient it is to be a slave? You don't have to do anything. You don't have to think for yourself. You don't even have to read. You can't read. You're a slave. It'll be so convenient to be slaves, biotechnocratic slaves of a worldwide control grid. Won't that be convenient? UK finance chair Bob Wigley has predicted the development of a super app that would store a person's economic digital identity, including a credit score ratings and know your customer data. The economic digital ID would be similar to the UK government's NHS health app, which carries an individual's health data. Launched in January 2019, the app faced opposition before it gained popularity during the pandemic. Yes, yet another thing that was seemingly impossible to implement until the very convenient pandemic came out of a U.S.-funded bioweapons lab. Wow, what a coincidence. Meanwhile, Reckitt recalls 145,000 cans of baby formula amid shortage. Yes, the ongoing baby formula shortage gets even worse. Reckitt recalled 145,000 cans of the plant-based baby formula over possible bacteria contamination. Reckitt, a producer of nutritional products, announced today, out of an abundance of caution, it has chosen to voluntarily recall two selected uh, batches of ProSobe 12.9-ounce simply plant-based infant formula due to the possibility of cross-contamination and Chronobacter sakazaki. All products distributed went through extensive testing and tested negative for the bacteria, tested positive for uh, soy and uh, all sorts of other uh, horrifying stuff that a baby shouldn't drink. But that's on purpose. Uh, This is a major story yesterday. A lot of conflicting views on this next story. I have my own. Entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy has announced he is running for president of the United States. I'm sort of conflicted on this because prior to this announcement, basically every time I saw old Vivek, uh, I loved the guy. He'd be a really powerful spokesman for free speech, anti-diversity movements. Even his platform looks pretty good in that it looks exactly like Trump's. Uh, now I consider him sort of a traitor. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe this is just me. But uh, if you're not helping Trump, you're hurting the entire movement. That's really how I feel about it at this point. Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy. Get behind Trump or get out of the way. I've got some good news, ladies and gentlemen. After over two years of being sold out, Ultimate Bone Broth is now back in stock and updated even stronger at InfoWarsStore.com. Concentrated bone broth from chickens, chaga mushroom, and so many other amazing ingredients like turmeric and bee pollen. Learn about the effects and what it does for your body at InfoWarsStore.com because it is the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. The, b- the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. What in the world? But now with the milk, I was like, whoa. This has milk in it. Whoa. It tastes like good. Damn, this tastes so good. Mm. Tastes like the best milkshake ever. The best milkshake ever. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. Like good. Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, 
have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the info war. And when you realize that Bandot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible, hundreds of medical doctors and scientists, all of them right now telling the truth at Bandot Video. Millions of people a day visiting Bandot Video. But you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect, an amplifying effect, and make sure it gets out to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and perfect strangers. You are the modern Paul Revere's. You are what takes our information and amplifies it. When you decide to take action, we as a species and as a race are invincible. So I thank you all for your past action, and I challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, continuing with our daily dispatch here is uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Again, every time he's gone on Tucker Carlson, which he does uh, regularly, he gives speeches. I've shown lots of his videos before. He's a very intelligent guy. He's a very uh, well-spoken guy. He's got the right idea on a lot of different issues. Uh, and Trump could really use a guy like that in his corner. So why are you, uh, why are you opposing him? I, I, don't, I don't understand. Why, why would we want anybody to run against Trump? Wouldn't it be amazing if – because there's a guy now that's going to be potentially the next prime minister of uh, Scotland. That's Indian, Rishi Sunak. In the UK is Indian. Wouldn't it be crazy if uh, Vivek became president? Wouldn't it be crazy if every Western American uh, English-speaking country had some Indian dude running it, as well as all the biggest corporations like Google and now YouTube and other and others? I think I think the the people in power uh, like Indians because they look like minority, but they act like white people. Honestly, I think that's why it's like, well, they're, they're, they're brown, so we can uh, t- pay, pander to minorities, but they act totally white, so we're, we're, we feel safe with them. I honestly think that's uh, it's like, it's like a nice little niche Indian people uh, fall into. But uh, yeah, what is he doing? And by the way, he was a member of the World Economic Forum until they removed his name from the list just a few weeks before his announcement of his uh, presidential candidacy. So uh, just like DeSantis, just like uh, Nikki Haley. By the way, Nikki Haley, I know, another Indian woman, just like uh, Kamala Harris. Does anybody, anybody notice this? Kind of weird. Uh, Nikki Haley, less than, a, less than a million followers on Twitter. How could you possibly think you are a legitimate candidate for the office, office of the presidency when you have like 150th the following that Donald Trump d- does on Twitter. It just – these are all astroturfed. These are all people who hijack Trump's agenda. They all have exactly the same agenda as Trump. They're just trying to put a nice face on it. They will do nothing to oppose the establishment. Trump has had victory over the establishment already. He got completely screwed by them. They all mobilized against him in a myriad of different ways that they that continue to this day. And we'll get to the videos that are coming out about the grand jury indictment later in this show. But – All of the evidence across the board points to the 
existential terror that the establishment feels with Donald Trump in power. That's that's our guy. That's that's who we should all be supporting. And I honestly feel like if you're a conservative, I mean, I'm glad they're throwing their hats in their ring now, right? We're still a year away from even the primaries for the next presidential election. So just, you know, if you want to challenge Trump, stand up now so we can knock you down and get back to the business of getting Trump elected and reigniting that 2016 energy to destroy the establishment, the international establishment, not the American establishment, not the Federal Reserve, but the super national overarching establishment that controls not just the Federal Reserve, but the IMF and the UN and the WHO and the WEF. Why don't we elect the person that strikes fear into their heart with Donald Trump? And we'll go to some of his new videos a little bit later. But uh, yeah, we've got a world to save. We can't be entertaining these self-important nobodies. Entrepreneurs. Well, he's an entrepreneur after all. Incredible. Our final story here. Adam Schiff freaks out. After Tucker Carlson granted access to January 6th footage, uh, and it's not just uh, Adam Schiff, also Hakeem Jeffries, the uh, Democrat leader, put out an official statement on official, you know, memo letterhead saying, you can't do this. You can't share unwarranted access to this. We're, We're supposed to hold show trials where we only present one side of the argument and bring witnesses up. That we tell the lie and then just tell blatant, ridiculous lies under oath and never get punished for it. That's the way justice is supposed to work. You're not supposed to just show the truth about everything. These just whiny maggots must be destroyed politically. Congressman Adam Schiff melted down over Speaker McCarthy – over the fact that Speaker McCarthy turned over January 6th videos to Fox News host Tucker Carlson, Axios reported that House Speaker McCarthy handed over 41,000 hours of the January 6th Capitol footage to Tucker Carlson at Fox News. On Monday night, Tucker Carlson made an announcement on the news. Uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy gave Tucker Carlson and his team unfettered access, they say, to over 44,000 hours. Uh, Schiff flicked, uh, flipped out and accused Tucker of being a right-wing propagandist. Uh, He's, he's, he's very angry. He's very, um, he's very indignant about this. Which again, just like everything the Democrats do, just, you can just ignore them and just do it anyway. They can just whine and complain and spew their nonsense. Um, you can ignore them as you go about your business of destroying everything they've built and exposing all of their lies. Just do that. Just, it doesn't matter what they say. They can rage impotently about the American people being shown the truth about what happened on January 6th. They're mad that yet another one of their hoaxes is being exposed. How many is it at this point? How many hoaxes have the Democrats relied upon to expand their power, punish their political opponents, deceive the American people? From Russia collusion to Stormy Daniels and Michael Avenatti to Brett Kavanaugh. And the rape accusations to a Black Lives Matter and the lie of black people being murdered by the police unwarrantedly because they're racist to the lie of the Ukraine war and the fact that we started it and could have stopped it at every point at any point could have stopped it from happening once it had already begun. But 
that's not what we're interested in. What we're interested in is apparently wiping the slate clean on Ukraine and rebuilding it to be a uh, technocratic testing ground for the big banks. I mean, how many scams do we have to go? COVID-19 created in a lab with American funds. That essentially was omitted on the floor of the Senate with Rand Paul demanding answers from the State Department, the response to which is maybe we could cover this in a skiff, meaning, yeah, there's information. It's because of national security. We can't tell you about how we funded the research that created the COVID virus. To the masks, to the lockdowns, to the vaccines, obviously – to the Iraq war, to the war in Syria, to the war in Libya. I mean, how many scams do we have to fall for before we realize that our own government just uses us like fools, just like absolute morons, and we keep proving them right for some reason? How many times are we going to allow them to continue to destroy our country, sow division, wield political power? That's unwarranted and unconstitutional. How many times are we going to let them get away with this before we hold them to account? How many times can we? I mean, honestly, how how much more can this country live through and experience without the total collapse? And we'll get to the total collapse as yesterday there was no less than – well, no less than three massive – fires in major manufacturing plants around this country because we're under attack see we're under attack it's it's probably by you know international forces undercover secret agents uh and their activities probably being covered up for by our very own cia fbi and law enforcement as they work to bring about the total collapse from which the great reset will be birthed i talk a lot about the great successes Infowars has had i don't think anybody can deny it and it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we increasingly racing towards the inevitable resolution of the Ukraine war. That being total destruction, just absolute catastrophe. The question really is just how long will the American regime keep this charade going, keep this senseless murder machine in operation? There is no you know, positive results of this. We'll show, you, we'll show you a couple of videos that 
point to that. But let's begin with somebody that shows the appropriate amount of rage when it comes to what our establishment is doing to us, what they're doing to the people of the world, and how our elected representatives are utterly failing in their most basic job as a congressman or congresswoman or or senator. And that is to hold the executive branch in check, especially when they do something like, I don't know, commit a terrorist attack against somebody that we're not at war with, completely outside of any international rules-based system. So this video went viral a little bit yesterday, but not nearly to the extent that it deserves. Let's go down to clip number two, a uh, random citizen questioning their congressman about what they're doing to stop the, again, just senseless, pointless, murderous war that we have just been signed up for against our will. Let's watch. Cy Hirsch just released the fact that the United States blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. You weren't briefed on that. Why not? Are you going to put a congressional probe into that? Yes or no? Because this ain't no ordinary journalist. You know that. So... Oh, I want to hear what he has to say. Nord Stream, Nord Stream is a pipeline that transfers oil from Europe, particularly. Yeah, he's from the Kamala Harris uh, school of Germany rhetoric. So we don't have the authority to investigate pipelines. All right, come on. Now that's bullshit. No, that Victoria Nuland herself said she's happy that it's a pile of metal underwater. Do you share her sentiment? Here's what we know. The Europeans are conducting an investigation. They investigated. And it is true. Why did Joe Biden say that we are going to get rid of the Nord Stream pipeline? And when asked, so wait a minute, that's run by Gazprom in Germany. How are you going to do it? He said, we'll be able to do it. If you have definitive evidence. Yeah, we do. It's called Cy Hirsch. Then produce the evidence. He already produced the evidence. Read the article. Listen, this is this is Cy Hirsch. This is the My Lai Massacre. Okay, this is a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. He is not going to publish something he can't prove. So unless you're naive enough and you don't know that, I'm here to inform you. I'm at least asking for congressional inquiry into whether or not it's true, because his credibility alone should prompt that, don't you think? The Europeans are conducting an investigation. We know the United States did this. It seems like you know the answer to the question. Well, what are you going to do? I'm your constituent. I'm your constituent. I want you to actually do something about it. That's a non-answer. What are you doing? Because if the United States did this, you are going to you you have to hold them accountable. This is war. Listen, we are on the verge of a nuclear war right now. I don't think you know that, and the people here don't know that they should. You talk a big game about the Bronx. You talk a big game about a lot of things, but guess what? None of it's going to matter for all dead. Think about that for a second, right? You are leading us into a nuclear war. What's happening in Ukraine directly affects what's happening here. You don't think you're going to get us into a nuclear war? Is exactly how we get into a nuclear war. Now, as your constituent, I demand that you stop funding the Ukrainians. I understand that you're also an Israeli lobby plant. Look, you, how can you deny what's happening to the Palestinians? 
but you can defend what's going on in Ukraine. And now you're trying to erase their history. You are, you are the biggest fraud. You think George Santos is a liar? You're the biggest fraud here. That's the way to do it, folks. Absolutely incredible stuff. And of course, the, the most typical non-answer. I mean, is this is this a new rhetorical style? It's the Kamala Harris style where you just start saying facts like you're talking to a preschooler where they're like, uh, America blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Are you going to investigate that? And they're like, uh, um, a pipeline is uh, is a tube, okay, that uh, takes liquid. Sometimes it's oil. And just like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Uh, you're not stupid. I know you're not stupid. So you're pretending to be stupid because you're lying, because you're a liar, because you know full well what the implications of this are, what the truth about it is, and you are playing your part to allow the warmongers to continue their murderous campaign. It is really every citizen's like obligation to do exactly that. Maybe I, I don't know who that journalist is. I couldn't find his information uh, anywhere out there. Maybe when we open up phone calls, somebody can call in and, and let us know who that – I would love to have that guy on the show. I'd love to know if he's a journalist or just a regular citizen. He said, I'm not a regular journalist, so I assume that means he is a journalist, just not one that's willing to take the uh, State Department or CIA memos and just report them verbatim as if they're even remotely true. I'd love to get that guy on. I'd love to have anybody on that could do exactly what that guy did. Because let's take, let's you know, decompartmentalize it or just you know break it down for what it was. It was peaceful. It wasn't threatening, but it was emotional and and upfront in your face. Right? He didn't back down. It wasn't, oh, sir. Will you please? Um, I'm just wondering if you wouldn't mind maybe investigating the terrorist attack. No, oh, go. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, sorry. No, no. It was forthright, upfront, in your face, brass balls, fantastic stuff, but not threatening. You you can't say that was uh, some sort of violence. He was asking very legitimate questions about a very serious topic. He was also armed with the facts at hand, being able to say, "Here's why you should." investigate this here's why your objections make no sense shutting down the congressman in a humiliating fashion i mean that congressman he should be humiliated i hope he's feeling shame right now for his inability to justify the inaction against an administration that is willfully leading us towards total destruction so right to be brave to speak out against what's going on to have the facts at your hand to be peaceful but not cowed or, you know, well-behaved necessarily, and also to not allow for the distractions or the manipulations to break through, to have a question that you're demanding an answer to and to ignore what they say until they answer your question. When they try to deviate, they try to start blaming Trump or something, just cut them off. Just say, stop it. That's BS. Answer my question. We need more people like that. And, uh, I don't know. Anybody that gets a video like that, you have an open invite to come on this show and talk about it. I would love to see more people doing exactly that. These Congress people, they have to have town halls. It's you know part of what they do. They have to have fundraising meetings. You can find out where they are. You can go and ask them questions like this. You can show that the people in power do not have the slightest interest in – Maintaining world peace or protecting the American people from retribution after actions from our illegitimate government, 
you can do that. We can hold these people to account, and I just thought that was absolutely incredible. And we're going to continue on this story of the Ukraine war on the other side. We're going to give you the numbers, the actual numbers laid out in a way that paints a rather horrific picture as to what's really going on in Ukraine, just the mass murder machine that is running at full speed. For again, no, no purpose. You can't, nobody can tell me why this is. Nobody can tell me what, what this is worth, right? At least in Vietnam, you had the, the specter of creeping communism and you know the plan for global domination and the domino effect. They're pretending that that's the case in Ukraine. It's not. Never has been. So they have no they have no reason, no excuse, but it'll probably turn out in much the same way. Tens of thousands of dead. Hopefully there's not Americans this time, but we'll see. Humanity is in a fight for its very life. And InfoWars for decades has been at the very forefront of the fight for a pro-human future. We can't stay on air without your help. And I want to thank you all for your past support. And I want to encourage those of you that have never bought products at InfoWarsStore.com to go there and experience how amazing these products really are. Ultimate Bone Broth finally sold out for over two years back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus, simply amazing. Nitric boosts what it does for your heart, your cardiovascular, critical. All these products like Ultimate Krill Oil, Ultimate Fish Oil, Super Mill Vitality, they're all available and in stock, ready to ship to you right now on InfoWarsStore.com. And the final 1,200 signed copies of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, and I'm not going to sign any more after that, are exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com as well. In the last month, I got a little busy, so I didn't sign the books. So we didn't have them for sale. But now, I signed the last books. You can get them right now. I'm a humble person. And I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you. And that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, yes, the, the war in Ukraine, the war over Ukraine. What is it for? Well, to our elites, it's democracy. It's kind of strange because apparently only 26% recent poll, 26% of Americans actually want greater involvement in the war in Ukraine, meaning that the vast majority, a superabundance of the American population does not want war in Ukraine, but to save democracy, we're going to go to war in Ukraine. Now, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, none of it does until you understand the real purpose and impetus behind all of this 
just like the rest of history. I mean, you know, the rest of history is is no different. Today's fake news becomes tomorrow's unquestionable history, and you can look back at things like all the world wars, but Vietnam, really any war we've been involved in, and you can look at the official story as to why we went in Iraq. It was weapons of mass destruction, I'm sure, but. Alongside that on a parallel track is the reality of why we're doing all of this stuff, why we're in Ukraine in the first place. Finally, people have started asking questions. I saw Michael Tracy, a pretty well-known journalist on Twitter, left-wing, but he's anti-war, sort of a Tulsi Gabbard-style Democrat, uh, also pointing out that Anthony Blinken is Ukrainian. Victoria Newland is Ukrainian, and all these people whose parents literally were born in Ukraine are all taking us to war in Ukraine, and nobody finds that suspicious. Finally, people are talking about it. Again, InfoWars, tomorrow's news today, next year's news today. All of this stuff is obvious if you just look at it. We're the only ones who do, apparently. It's pretty, pretty absurd. But of course, you don't get a lot of numbers out of Ukraine. You get a lot of contradictory stories on the same day. It'll be uh, Putin suffers yet another devastating setback. Also, he has cancer and is gay, right? Just like all these like Russia sucks and are weak and they're, they're, they're stupid and dumb and losing. Meanwhile, it's like another advance made by Russia as Ukraine's, Ukrainians lose yet another town, right? So it's kind of hard to get a, a grasp on what's actually happening there because all of our sources are – controlled mouthpieces of the regime that are not interested in presenting the facts as such but are interested in presenting an image to the American people to create or manufacture the consent that they need to continue their warmongering, war profiteering globalist schemes. So we've – there are real numbers. There, There are organizations out there keeping track of these things and so I want to go to a video now. It's clip number 15. Here's the real numbers in Ukraine, and uh, spoiler alert, it's horrific. Let's watch. This is farcical, let's be frank, because Ukrainian military power is disintegrating in front of us right now. They're on their last legs. They've been through 12 rounds of mobilization. They're pushing people at gunpoint into uniform. They've taken 400,000 casualties as a minimum. Wow. There are perhaps somewhere between 18 and 22 million people left in Ukraine out of a population of 37.5 million. 10 million refugees, 4 or 5 million living in the areas that are under Russian control where, of course, the people are Russians anyway. And then uh, 2 million working overseas in the European Union and Great Britain. So the population is not what it was, and 400,000 casualties is a very heavy burden for 18 to 22 million. And most of these casualties will never recover and return to the battlefield. And of that number, remember, 157,000 dead and counting. 75% of all the casualties taken by the Ukrainians result from Russian artillery systems, rockets, missiles, uh, shells. The Russians can fire 60,000 rounds a day. The Ukrainians are barely able to fire 6,500 in return. This, this is a farce. We've now promised these people tanks that won't arrive for months. And the German uh, been, uh, chancellor is, is foolish to even sign on for this nonsense. He should have stuck with his guns. Now his foreign minister says, we're in a state of war with Russia. Imagine the foreign minister of Ger- Germany saying that Germany is in a state of war with Russia. 
Schultz is not long for his job, I think. Uh, about 63% of the Germans were polled and said, we don't support sending anything to Russia. Wow. So I think uh, this, this farce is coming to an end. And I, I imagine, Dan, that the, the argument will be, well, you know, we did all we could. We sent them everything we could, and it just didn't work. Colonel, you well, know, the you, truth is we've destroyed Ukraine. You, you list these numbers, and these are numbers I don't hear anywhere in the mainstream media. <clears throat> is that because the government doesn't release them? These journalists are lazy and don't do their research? How do we not have these facts out there on the big three, ABC, NBC, CBS, <clears throat> saying this is the reality of what's happening in this war, folks? Well, you know, Dan, that unlike you and uh, some people at Fox, a few over there, the rest of the media is basically handed a narrative that comes straight out of the Department of Defense, the CIA and the White House and the State Department. And the narrative says this is what you're going to say. This is Putin's war. This is an unprovoked attack by the Russians. It's all nonsense. We spent years provoking them. And the numbers that I'm citing to you are very accurate. And as people are looking at the demographics, they're figuring out where we're headed because, you know, in addition to everything I just told you, the uh, birth rate is the lowest in Europe in Ukraine. I mean, we're literally killing this nation by pushing them forward into this war. So the only only real rational explanation we can come up with here in the United States is this is a scam to transfer wealth. Wealth money to laundering. donors for people on the Hill, wealth, wealth to the industries. You've heard me say it. It's a money laundering scheme. 30 seconds left. Uh, there was a tweet that uh, President Trump put out, your former commander in chief. You worked for about um, yes. what's happening here. First come the tanks, then come the nukes. Get this crazy war ended now. So easy to do. 30 seconds. How do you end it quickly like Trump's claiming, Colonel? You, what you have to do is say we're going to hold immediate, want an immediate ceasefire. We'll hold talks without preconditions and sit down with the Russians and hammer out a solution. They're willing to do that. They're not interested in carrying this war forward to the West. So Trump is absolutely right. And if we don't do this, there's always a danger that as everything collapses, someone in Washington will say, well, say, well let's send in our troops with the Poles and the Romanians mm -hmm. and try to hold on to what we can in Western Ukraine. That is a disaster. We cannot do that. Colonel Doug McGregor, as always, we value your insight. Um, and your <laughs> intelligence briefings, you're still getting somewhere because you're bringing the facts and the truth to our viewers. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you. Take care. So that was uh, Colonel D uh, Doug McGregor on the show Real America laying out really the, the horrific level of destruction that's being wrought on Ukraine right now. And, and you know, we know the purpose of this. We know the point of this. We know how this ends. This is not for the sake of the Ukrainian people. 400,000 Ukrainian soldiers are casualties at this point. 400,000 out of a country of 22 million. 37.5 million before the war, down to 22 million. It's almost half. They've almost been severed in half. So now there's plenty of room to, I don't know, bring in Africans or uh, Middle Easterners for the you know, moneyed systems of the IMF and Goldman Sachs and BlackRock who, you know, Zelensky is like, I'm very excited to have you come and rebuild my country. And we showed the World Economic Forum video that shows their plans for Ukraine. It'll be an interconnect. You'll be able to register your car on your phone. <laughs> all we have to do is kill a million people first. Isn't that convenient? Won't that be so convenient for all of us? 
the best possible scenario that we have looking forward is that we've only killed half a million people in this pointless charade. It's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario is nuclear holocaust, massive worldwide exchange of ICBM nuclear armed missiles, EMPs, the total destruction of civilization as we know it, a world war between Russia and China and Iran and all of the Western countries for which we will be nothing but grist for the meal, sir, for the machine. So we can stop it right now. It's a choice. War's over if you want it. War is over if you want it, if you choose to do it. Maybe that's what we need to bring back, old sayings from the Vietnam War. Because time and time again in our history, we can see the future. We can see what happens. We've done it over and over and over. We've been through this before many times. Why can we not just stop ourselves right now? Why could we not stop ourselves in the lead up to World War I? Why could we not stop ourselves as Vietnam spiraled out of control? Why couldn't we stop ourselves when the Iraq War was kicking off in that pointless exercise of murder? Why can't we stop ourselves? Because the media and the political class are working on behalf of the weapons manufacturers and the big banks to bring about a one-world global government. Once we awaken to that fact and demand that these people be destroyed, it's all over. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Seriously, think for yourself, who would you trust to end the Ukraine war? Who would you send? You could send one delegation to mediate a peace, peaceful resolution to this war. Would you trust Ron DeSantis? Would you trust Vivek Ramaswamy? Would you trust... Nikki Haley, or would you send God Emperor Trump with a proven track record of doing just this? With the you know glory and honor of being the first American president in decades to not start a new war and in fact bring a peaceful resolution to several of our overseas conflicts. There's only one choice, folks. And that choice is Trump. Here he is announcing Agenda 47 where he promises to stop the demented warmongers and globalists from profiting off endless wars. We'll end the leftist takeover of school discipline and juvenile justice. Many of these carjackers and criminals are 13, 14.
World War III has never been closer than it is right now. We need to clean house of all of the warmongers and America last globalists in the deep state, the Pentagon, the State Department, and the national security industrial complex. One of the reasons I was the only president in generations who didn't start a war is that I was the only president who rejected the catastrophic advice of many of Washington's generals, bureaucrats, and the so-called diplomats who only know how to get us into conflict, but they don't know how to get us out. For decades, we've had the very same people, such as Victoria Nuland and many others just like her, obsessed with pushing Ukraine toward NATO, not to mention the State Department support for uprisings in Ukraine. These people have been seeking confrontation for a long time, much like the case in Iraq and other parts of the world. And now we're teetering on the brink of World War III. And a lot of people don't see it, but I see it. And I've been right about a lot of things. They all say Trump's been right about everything. None of this excuses in any way the outrageous and horrible invasion of Ukraine one year ago, which would have never happened if I was your president, not even a little chance. But it does mean that here in America, we need to get rid of the corrupt globalist establishment that has botched every major foreign policy decision for decades. And that includes President Biden, whose own people said he's never made a good decision when it comes to looking at other countries and looking at wars. We have to replace them with people who support American interests. Over our four years in the White House, we made incredible progress in putting the America last contingent aside and bringing the world to peace. And now we're going to complete the mission. The State Department, Pentagon, and National Security Establishment will be a very different place by the end of my administration. In fact, just into my administration, it'll be a very different place. And it'll get things done, just like I did four years ago. We never had it so good. We'll also stop the lobbyists and the big defense contractors from going in and pushing our senior military and national security officials toward conflict, only to reward them when they retire with lucrative jobs, getting paid millions and millions of dollars. Take a look at the globalist warmonger donors backing our opponents. That's because they're candidates of war. I am the president who delivers peace, and it's peace through strength. There was a reason we had no conflict. There was a reason we didn't get into wars, because other countries respected us. I entirely built all right from the beginning, rebuilt our military. It's a big reason for that. They didn't want to mess around with the United States, and now they're laughing at us. We could end the Ukraine conflict in 24 hours with the right leadership. At the end of my next four years, the warmongers and frauds and failures of the senior ranks of our government will all be gone, and we will have a new group of competent national security officials who believe in hours. I legitimately think that that is accurate. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Second hour has begun here on American Journal. We'll be opening up the phone lines for your calls this hour. Give us a call at 1-877-789-2539. That's one 877 
789-2539. Give us a call about any and all topics this morning. There's more announcements from Trump. Really, every announcement he makes over the last several weeks has been uh, absolutely on point. Absolutely the the prescription we need for what ails us here. So maybe we'll go to that video a little bit later, but I do, I do want to go to another video now. This video is from a student. And again, this is the one of this is one of the things that if you have any interest in America maintaining its position at all or just being able to provide a, a decent life for its citizens, having not just a government that reflects our views and serves us and not corporate international interests, but even just have a culture that respects one another and just upholds the values that we know scientifically live uh, uh, lead to the best possible outcome in every sphere of life. This should make your blood boil, knowing just how far from that lofty goal that we've fallen. This clip number nine. It's a teenager. Can't be more than 15. Talking to his woke school board, rendering them speechless in this five-minute diatribe about his experience as a child in public school. Let's watch. Hi, my name is Brad Taylor, and I just finished my freshman year at RHS. Um, I've been a part of District 196 schools now for 10 years, and I'm going to give you a glimpse today of what's actually going on inside these schools. Um, despite the board's attempt to deny it, District 196 schools are quickly becoming a place where promoting activism is actually more important than promoting education. I'll take you, I'll take you back to my first day at RHS this fall. The principal came out and gave us a heartfelt speech about equality and standing together. Um, he began to list countless races, such as Latino, Asian, expressing how much they matter and how important they are. But never once did he mention a race or identity that reflects me, or half the kids that were in the class. Now, members of the board, I know you haven't been to school in a while, and I know most of the people, I know none of you, or most of you, don't have any kids left in the school district. Um, but you must admit how uncomfortable it will be to be characterized just by your skin color on the first day of school and be thought that you were wrong just because of your skin color. So I'll never forget the look one of my friends gave me from across the room as we were sitting there listening to this blatant bias being expressed in the so-called equity statement by the leader of our school. To be clear, I don't need you to tell me that I matter, but hearing the condolences given to other races and leaving just one race out, it inevitably you'll start to feel like you've done something wrong. And in our principal's attempt to unify us, he instead created unwarranted boundaries and barriers between his students, pitting us against each other based on characteristics that we can't control. In another separate instance, I was told that writing all lives matter on the whiteboard was political and could be seen as offensive. When I questioned the teacher after class, she told me that she didn't have an answer and she just had to erase it, and it was quickly erased. There are political signs all over RHS specific, about specific races that matter, specific sexual orientations that matter, and specific perspectives that matter. But when I questioned the RHS administration about how these signs were political, they told me that they were supporting human rights. So when I questioned why the equity statement couldn't represent all students, they told me that to even ask that question was outlandish and offensive. 
And they, uh, when I asked why that was, they told me, quote, whites have a pretty good situation right now, unquote. So is that not racism? Disregarding my question merely because of the color of my skin. To be honest, after enduring a year of the people in charge telling me that I'm a racist and I'm privileged and pointing out our irreversible differences, I've never noticed race more. And it's becoming the first thing I notice when I meet someone, which has never before been the case. RHS administration confidently told me that RHS students and staff are happy with their equity statement. But from the ex my experience in talking with other students, this is not the case. I know many kids who disagree with their teachers, but they're too scared to stand up because they're worried that their grades will be docked and their learning experience will be affected. My honors government teacher, I'm not going to say his name, but he's mentioned that Democrats care more about all people while Republicans only care about themselves. And he's also inferred to us that socialism is better than democracy. He even had a statue. He had a statue of a socialist leader in his classroom. Um, I have been, I've been told by a lot of kids that they just stay silent and adjust their schoolwork to reflect an acceptable opinion to secure a good grade. I've been approached by multiple teachers who have told me in private that they just want to say that they agree with me and they support me standing up, but they can't say it in front of the class for fear of being disciplined by the administration in some way or losing their jobs. There is clearly only one way to think in this district, and that is that they are teaching their kids to shut up if they don't agree. Now, members of the board, I want you to take a good look at yourselves in the mirror tonight and ask, are you really standing up for the equality of all people, or are you just pushing a damaging political ideology um, on, on our students? A fellow coworker at my job, who, by the way, is of color, discreetly told me that the schools seem to be pushing a very leftist agenda in class. This proved that not everyone is happy with your school, and not everyone who isn't happy is white. Now, due to all these instances I've mentioned and many more that I can't fit in this five-minute speech, I've decided to leave this district and continue school on a private Christian school online. And, and there will be sacrifices, and I will not get to walk in the graduation ceremony or attend milestones at RHS, but I will be able to learn in an environment that is not intent on punishing me daily for my skin color and political views. Now, regardless of how you take my speech, whether you just shrug it off as malarkey or Fox News talking points, I encourage you to think about it, because someday I'm going to be a leader. I may be the president, a governor, or just a professional golfer, but I will never stop believing that everybody has value, no matter their skin color or personal beliefs, and it's a shame that you're not going to be able to say that I was an alumni of RHS in District 196. Thank you. Yeah, obviously a, a, a brilliant speech by that young guy, but, you know, quick little message uh, to the teachers what the hell is wrong with you, you contemptible worms, you utter despicable cowards? Can you imagine – can you possibly imagine sitting there as a teacher watching your principal give a lecture to the school where he demonizes one race in particular? And you know it's wrong. You're perfectly aware of just how horrifying and, and despicable this is, and you whisper to this, I can't say anything, but I think you're right. Stand up for your students. You – you absolute maggots. What is wrong with you people? I, I don't get it. What's wrong with the parents? Can you imagine? Just, just think for yourself what would happen. You don't have to imagine. I mean you can find examples of things not even remotely close to this, and you can see the reaction. But just imagine if it was reversed. Just imagine if you had a principal gathering the entire school together to talk about how – uh, everybody except for black people really mattered, and, and black people, they got it pretty good already, trust me, so we're not going to consider them. Can you imagine the outrage? Can you – and I, I, don't, I don't know what's wrong with white people, honestly. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with the black people and the non-white people that don't stand up for white people. I don't know what's wrong with all of you people. 
I don't know how you don't know how to stand up for yourself. I don't know how you don't know how to recognize that you are under attack and it's not a bad thing to defend yourself from this. You got a, you got a 13-year-old telling you how to act? You got a 13-year-old with more bravery than you whispering to him? Oh, I think – actually, I think you're right, but I just can't say anything. I mean, by God, they're training kids to accept depression. That's what they're doing. Also, I, I don't know if you are aware of this. I don't know if you're a, a big fan of history, uh, but this is the uh, prerequisite to genocide. You understand that, right? Like you want to stop it now before it progresses to that point because when you demonize a race of people like this, there is an inevitability as to what comes next. You need to defend yourself. You need to stand up against this. You're not a bad person for demanding that your child not be demonized by their principal. I mean, my God. And and you're not a good person if you're black and sit there and go, well, I mean, you know, white people need to stand up for yourself. Where are you? White people don't hesitate to stand up for black people when they're the ones being oppressed. But when it's white people, white people don't stand up. Black people don't stand up. Hispanic people don't stand up. They all just accept that this is the way that it's going to be. There's going to be a reckoning. It can be a peaceful one. Or it can be when that kid's president and uh, you know, he exacts retribution. I guess it's up for you. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. Infowars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose, punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we are going to go out to your phone calls here momentarily. I do. I'm, I'm slacking in my obligation, my responsibility to 
my crew and uh, this entire organization. I've got to ask you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. Again, I, just to list a number of reasons you, you want to go to InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars has been ahead of the curve on all of this. We could show you some of the talking points of uh, Vivek Ramaswamy and show that everything he's saying are InfoWars talking points from 10 years ago. You can go to a TPUSA event and they talk more about fighting the globalists and Klaus Schwab than they do about lowering taxes. The entire political sphere has been altered, shifted. The tide is changing, and that's all because of InfoWars, or at least we've been a, a primary driver of it. And there's nowhere else you can go, nowhere, absolutely nowhere on the internet as far as I know, that can give you the truth of all of this, that will face the facts and tell the truth, even the uncomfortable truths, with the confidence and love that we do. There's no hate here. It's all defense. It's all fighting against the people that are attacking innocence because of the color of their skin or indoctrinating children into being good little serfs for the neo-feudal overlords. InfoWars has led the way on all of this, and it's all entirely thanks to you when you go to InfoWarsStore.com. But that's just one of the reasons, keeping us on air, keeping us in the fight, keeping us continue, continuing to tell you what's not beyond the curve, but the curve beyond that and the turn beyond that. That's just one of the reasons. There's also the uh, fact that the products are amazing and you would probably want to get them anyway. You'd probably want to get them anyway. Uh, prebiotic fiber is back in stock and 40% off right now. There's a number of massive deals across the website as always. 50% off BrainForce Plus, which may be one of the you know top products people call in and just rave about. People say it changes their lives. People say they've gotten off pharmaceuticals by replacing it with uh, BrainForce Plus, the all-natural uh, all and healthy alternative to so many of the things that are practically meth it's not meth it's just natural it's just nature it's just what nature has given us it's a nootropic that's incredibly powerful it's 50 percent off right now half price massive discounts across the board on infowarsstore.com go there now keep us on the air keep yourself healthy keep humanity in the fight against the globalist we are going to go out to your calls i do want to go to one more quick video here in relation to the one that we played in the last segment and people – I've seen people object to this, specifically libertarians. I think we might need a, a slight recalibration of our priorities here. So we'll, we'll go to this video from Trump, explain why I'm completely in favor of this, and we'll go out to your phone calls and find out what the American people think. Uh, but this is clip number 14. Yeah, clip number 14. Here's Trump. Announcing yesterday that as president, he'll have the Department of Justice and Department of Education take over school discipline of students. Let's watch. We'll end the leftist takeover of school discipline and juvenile justice. Many of these carjackers and criminals are 13, 14, and 15 years old. I will order the Education and Justice Departments to overhaul federal standards on disciplining minors so when troubled youth are out and Troll, they're out on the streets and they're going wild. We will stop it. The consequences are swift, certain, and strong, and they will know that. I mean, he's also said similar things about you know getting wokeness out of school, using the federal government for once in defense of the American people and our traditional values and not the progressive, communist, destructive ideology that's currently already in place. 
the question is, what's the alternative? What other solution do you have for what's going on right now? I could spend this whole show doing nothing but showing videos of the most brutal fights you've ever seen in schools. And I went to public school. I went to very ghetto public schools. There were a lot of fights. It's nothing like what's happening these days. It was never remotely close to the videos you see on a daily basis coming out of high schools, middle schools, even elementary schools in some cases. Absolutely nothing. On top of that, there's the the school-to-prison pipeline narrative that has led to things like the Parkland shooting, right? You want to stop mass murders? Why don't you have intervention before it gets to that point? Why don't you stop the narrative of school-to-prison pipelines and instead punish the children that are committing the crimes? Because criminals also know this, and Parkland especially. They announced – they're like, we will no longer be charging children – in the criminal justice system, so the gangs went and recruited children to do their crimes for them. That's what they do. So, you know, this isn't effective uh, policy whatsoever. What's in place right now? There has to be something. So, what's your solution? Leaving public school and going to private school is not a solution. Not everybody can afford that, and it's selfish, I think, to abandon a school. Go to private school and leave all of the poor and less fortunate kids back at the public school suffering under the regime that openly despises them. There's no reason why they should have to endure that just because they can't afford to go to a Christian private school or because their mom has to work and can't homeschool them. There's no reason why we should be abandoning our schools to activists who openly despise the very students that they're trying to teach. Uh, and they're not teaching them, by the way. New, new numbers have just come out uh, out of Illinois. Something like 55 schools there, not a single single student proficient in math. Baltimore, 23 schools, not a single student proficient, let alone exemplary or advanced in math. They have had an increase by 500% of transgenderism over the same time period that literacy and math competency has collapsed. So what is your solution to this? You can't run away. You can't just abandon the schools to the animals. You can't just – you know, pretend you don't exist in this society. Those kids that are still in school are going to be the ones who make the society that your child has to grow up in, regardless of whether he's in the school or not. So why don't we do something about this? And why don't we have the federal government work for us in making us safer and making our children healthy rather than working in the exact opposite direction? I don't think there is a libertarian answer to this, unfortunately. I think there is a conservative answer to this. And it's called Americanism. It's called traditional American values, traditional American power structures and priorities. It really is that simple, and uh, Donald Trump recognizes that. I get, I get it. You don't want the Department of Justice in schools. I understand. Here's the problem though. Uh, it's a war zone, and the schools are hotbeds of criminal activity. So you can't just ignore that. You have to do something about it for the sake of the kids who are committing the crimes and the ones that are victimized by it. You're not helping anybody by covering up the crimes of 15-year-olds and 13-year-olds to the point that they're committing armed robbery and murder by the time they're 18 and go away for life. That's not helping anyone. You need intervention early on. That's exactly what we are deprived of with the more liberal policies that are allowing these things to go uh, uncontested. 53 Illinois high schools failed to achieve grade-level proficiency in math. Typical, isn't it? Uh, we're going to go out to your phone calls on the other side. I'm sorry I, I rambled a bit uh, long in this one. So we are going to go to uh, your phone calls right off the bat. 
looks like we've got a 9-11 survivor who wants to talk about his experience with the EPA in terms of what's happening in Ohio and the uh, train crash there, which, uh, by the way, Trump is also helping to solve by getting uh, focus on that from the federal government, as well as supply something like 13 pallets of uh, water bottles and a ton of cleaning supplies to prevent the wholesale poisoning of that part of the country. Humanity is in a fight for its very life. And InfoWars, for decades, has been at the very forefront of the fight for a pro-human future. We can't stay on air without your help. And I want to thank you all for your past support. And I want to encourage those of you that have never bought products at InfoWarsStore.com to go there and experience how amazing these products really are. Ultimate Bone Broth, finally sold out for over two years, back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus, simply amazing. Nitric boosts what it does for your heart, your cardiovascular, critical. All these products like Ultimate Krill Oil, Ultimate Fish Oil, Super Mill Vitality, they're all available and in stock, ready to ship to you right now on InfoWarsStore.com. And the final 1,200 signed copies of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, and I'm not going to sign any more after that, are exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com as well. In the last month, I got a little busy, so I didn't sign the books. We didn't have them for sale. But now, I signed the last books. You can get them right now. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. While we discuss Ukraine war, Leading us inevitably, inexorably towards that n- nuclear catastrophe. No purpose, but certainly it'll be painful. And as we talk about the, you know, cultural foibles of our modern world where white kids are lectured to by their principles about how evil they are. You know, there's so much stuff going on. Some things fall to the wayside, like the fact that a Chernobyl-level event is currently poisoning a huge swath of uh, American farmland. So we'll turn our eyes now towards East Palestine, Ohio, where, once again, the American people are going utterly and completely ignored by the people that are put in place to you know, actually defend them against things like corporations. Let's go to Rick. Rick, you are a 9-11 survivor, and you say, do not trust the EPA. It's a nice little reminder. Every once in a while, we just need a quick reminder, do not trust the EPA. <laughs> just flat out. Thanks for calling in, Rick. You're on the air. Harrison, good morning. Thanks for all you guys do. Infowars.com, Alex Jones was right, continues to be right on everything. Let me say that. And thank him. Thank them all. Back in 2005 and six, walking the streets of New York, greatly appreciated, fighting our fight for us. When many Thank of you. us were falling to the ground and dying because of the toxic fumes, 200 tons of asbestos estimated in both towers alone. The complex was 11 buildings, each and all of them, the majority of them, except for building seven, which was about a block away from the towers in distance. The complex was 16 acres. We're built in a time of construction utilizing asbestos, 
most people don't know, asbestos is mined out of mines out of South Africa and Russia, and it was mined by the Dutch and the British, and it was used in all aspects of construction to cover up plumbing and electrical work and things of that nature. The towers in those buildings were built with asbestos. The two towers, they started work in 68, 1968. Tower 1 was finished in December 71, and Tower 2 was finished in February 72. And they had already had lawsuits going on concerning that commercial lot of people see mesothelioma. Mm-hmm. That's that cancer related to asbestos. Why am I telling you these things? I'll tell you this. And before I get into it, because it's very important what I'm going to say, if you don't take care of your body now, if you don't become your greatest advocate for your health, for your sovereignty right now in Palestine, and start looking into things like charcoal and thistle and purified water. Alex's products are the best, and I'm not being biased. I use them all. You can go check it yourself. I use them all, all right? Mm-hmm. Bottom line is you got to keep your organs pure, and you got to keep your lungs pure, because I am going to tell you, it's no fun putting a plastic mask on every night. So you're getting enough air into your lungs because when you lay down at night everything slows down okay so to have to put a mask on your face every single night now becomes part of your life to take all kinds of steroidal things whether it's simbacord or corticosteroid inhalers or prednisone and all these things which dry out your bones destroy your ligaments tendons and muscles that's all proven the insurance companies even have an insurance code now for pharmaceutically induced diseases and injuries. Hmm. Were you aware of that? I had not heard of that, no. But I, I certainly am aware. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of the, the huge damage that was caused by the, the toxic dust from the uh, 9-11 collapse that the EPA told everybody was totally fine. Don't worry about it. Nothing to worry about. Only to you know have the cancer rates spike noticeably just a few years later. Cancers that they recognize, there's plenty more, but they just say that's natural causes. Does that mm-hmm. ring a bell? COVID, you know, the back, experimental back shot? Okay, no, they died of natural causes. Oh, they died of pneumonia. They're not recording the deaths related to the back shot. Same thing with 9 11. They ignored us for 10 years, just like they ignored everybody with Agent Orange in Vietnam, just mm-hmm. like they ignored the, vet, the veterans in Gulf War. 68 cancers that they recognize because the other ones they don't want want to recognize. Now, I want to go into that in a little detail. I know you're pressed for time, but you brought up an issue regarding President Trump speaking to the DOJ and the Department of Education. Well, I do, I, but I, but I, hold on, hold on, hold on, Rick. I'm really enjoying this call. I just want you to stay on on topic. I really do want to oh, hear yeah. the, the connection between 9/11 and um, and uh, Ohio, especially. I'm I'm really interested in this, and I'm really yeah. loving this call. All right, Harrison, does the name Ken Feinberg ring a bell? Not off the top of my head. Can you pull it up real quick and I'll tell you who he is? Look it up on Wikipedia. I will. Go on. Feinberg was appointed. He was appointed special masters to the Victims' Compensation Fund, which was created when they finally rolled out the Zadroga Act. Uh, named after a detective that died from the cancers at Ground Zero in July 2011. Okay, about 10 years later. Now, with that, they set up this Victims' Compensation Fund. 
the 9-11 Victims Compensation Fund. Most people don't know that they took a wide swath and they throw everything in there. Oklahoma bombing, um, Sandy Hook, um, the uh, shooting in Orlando uh, at that club, the Boston Marathon. I could go on all day long because they've put them all under this, including, yeah, I said, the, oh, the deep water horizon. Remember the Corexit they were spraying mm-hmm. on everybody? So what you do is it's better than a class action. When you do a class action, you throw everybody there. You take away their legal standing. They can't go to court in front of a jury. And you guys ought to know this deal real well. And when your legal standing is taken away and they assign one law firm to handle it like they did with 9-11 and a victim's comp fund, you don't get due process. You don't get the right to file a complaint, have a judge accept it. Then you go into discovery, which gives your lawyer subpoena power. When you get subpoena power in discovery period, you could start subpoena in things. You get to the truth. Mm. So these victim comp funds are worse than class actions, like you see for Roundup and things of that nature. Which, which, uh, always- which Kenneth Feinberg also was uh, in charge of, apparently. we got two minutes left, Rick. Uh, what would be All your right. advice for Let's the people in East Palestine right now? Yes, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Palestine. Right now, you need to do your homework and your research and get to doctors that understand poisons understand toxins, identify these toxins, get away, understand how to cleanse your body, cleanse the tissue in your body. When you get toxins in your body tissue, it takes, it can take a decade to get it out of your body. You should be wearing masks. Don't listen to these people. Christy Whitman, Bush's mouthpiece, told us all, don't wear a mask. The air quality is fine. People were dropping like flies, liver cancer, pancreas cancer, stomach cancer, uh, lung cancer. So you got to be your own strongest health advocate. You need to educate yourself, inform yourself on the toxins you're dealing with, the dangers of them, the symptoms of them. You need to protect what you're breathing in right now. If you got to get out of there, get out of there. Don't sign any papers with anybody. Take care of your health right now. That is most important. And keep a diary. And be, do- and be documenting everything. Some, some other advice I've heard, get a physical now to prove that you don't have any cancerous cells uh, now. So when they, if they appear, God forbid, you'll be able to, to prove that it was only after the accident. Also, there are professionals telling you to keep your uh, HVAC filter, your, your air filter from your air conditioning, because that can contain toxins that you can later uh, prove were in the air and going through your system. Fantastic call, Rick. Incredible stuff. Just to just tie it all together, by the way, do you know that uh, in the building that was destroyed in the Oklahoma City bombing that you mentioned – was all of the records for the injuries from the anthrax vaccine that was tested on American soldiers before they were sent to Iraq 1. It all kind of comes full circle, doesn't it? It's like false flag on top of PSYOP, on top of uh, medical experimentation. It's horrifying. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. 
Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. There is a war for the future happening right now. There is a war that will control my destiny, your destiny, our children's destinies. And that war is something that we can win, but it takes dedication, it takes commitment. That's why I ask listeners respectfully to go to InfoWarsStore.com and buy great products that will enrich and empower your life while keeping us on air at the very same time. InfoWarsStore.com to get a signed or unsigned copy of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World. Ultimate Bone Broth, back in stock. Nitric Boost, uh, the amazing CBD oil we have that's the highest quality you're going to find anywhere at more than half off. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com. Some of the very best products. And a lot of you have never shopped at InfoWarsStore. You've been watching for years, you've been listening for years, but you've never taken the step to go to InfoWarsStore. These are great products that really work and are amazing. Plus, they keep us on air. So again, please take action. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. A very powerful call from... Rick in the last segment. This will be our last segment to take calls before we welcome uh, Katie Ananina and Jessica Holder, Hodler rather, uh, talk about the Plan B passport. Very interesting concept that uh, I'm very excited to discuss with them. But uh, this will be our last segment of calls, so let's get to them quickly and let's keep your comments as short as possible to get as many as we can. Let's go first to Mike in Missouri, who wants to talk about Vivek Ramaswamy. Mike, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, this guy's thrown his hat in the ring. Well, you know, I didn't like it when I first heard it, but uh, I got to thinking about it. Not enough people know who he is, that he's going to be able to challenge Donald Trump, and he speaks out against the wokeness that Donald Trump really can't talk about just because people are stupid. <laughs> so, uh, so what he's, he's grown on you. You like him now or what's, what's your feeling on? Well, I, I just think like, imagine 10 people up doing a debate. Uh, you know, one of them said something that, you know, that's kind of woke or, or, uh, political, politically correct. Yep. Donald Trump, if he said something, the media blows it up. But somebody else that speaks that way can say something, and it really, you know, it isn't going to affect Donald Trump. I, I don't think his mm. run will affect him. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and look, you know, the one thing I've always said about Ron DeSantis running was, you know, a positive that could come out of this is that they could be one-upping each other on who's the most anti-globalist, right? It'd be nice if that was the... That was the position they were jockeying for. They're going, well, actually, I have the most powerful you know, program against the New World Order. And the other one goes, well, actually, I'm going to defeat the World Economic Forum this way. Like if that's 
what happens with all of these, you know, newcomers into the race, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. But, uh, yeah, I don't trust this, uh, Vivek guy very much. Jack Posobiec is sort of, sort of going to town on him and, uh, exposing quite a bit of not so favorable things about, uh, Mr. Ramaswamy. Thank you very much for the, for the call, Mike. Uh, totally take your point and it's a good one. Let's go to, uh, I want to go to Rainbow Boy in Wisconsin. Rainbow Boy, cancer elements in Biden bio labs. Uh, go ahead, Rainbow Boy. You're on the air. Hey, Harry Potter. Uh, I love you so much. I don't think you're a beta at all. I think you're like the perfect mix. Owen's kind of like more of a badass bad boy. Well, I resent that, uh, but, but thank like you for the compliment. <laughs> I just want to say, so I want to ask your advice because you're so smart. Also, you're like intelligent. I'm like how I should feel like I'm Slavic and I've noticed that since the bio, Biden bio lab weapon release in Ukraine, obviously going around the world, that like all my family members who had like uh, minor health problems before all quickly got cancer problems, like pancreatic cancer and skin cancer. And uh, I was wanted to ask you how I should feel about that and your opinion on that. Well, I don't understand. So, uh, these people that still live in Slavic countries that are getting cancer at a high rate? No, we're Slavic. We're, we're Slavic. Oh, Slavic uh, descent, but you live in America? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm first generation. Yeah, I, I mean, no, just look at the number of cancer-causing things in, in everything, in our food, in our water, in the air, in uh, plastics. I mean, you pick up a receipt yeah. and you're, like, absorbing this stuff. The water's rainbow. Yeah, I mean... Uh, all the rainbow water now, crazy. Yeah, and I this don't is, want rainbow water. And this is, uh, you know, cancer. Hey, it's a, it's a very big uh, money maker for everybody, right? Why prevent cancer when you can cause cancer and then profit on it off it uh, in the past? And again, you know, just like a lot of these things, the Ohio spill or any of the other like dozens of manufacturing plants or food plants that have burned in just the last few weeks, you know, it's just an acceleration. It's nothing new. It's not that this is unprecedented it's just they're they're pressing the accelerator they're slamming on the the accelerator pedal and uh taking us into the same future we were headed towards anyway just on a much uh faster pace so i think you know the overall cancer rates are are reflective of all that uh thank you very much for the call rainbow boy i do want to get to some more calls here let's go to uh robert in florida you want to talk about the defense department department of defense releasing covid from the get-go uh robert you're on the air how are you doing, Harris? Good, thank you. Uh, there's a gal name. I'm probably going to butcher her name. Uh, Sasha. Her last name is L-A-T. Oh, sorry about that. Hold on just a sec here. Oh, that's right. Uh, so who is she? Well, she's a, a re- well, she did an article about how the Defense Department ran countermeasures for covid from the start and i think it has the correlation to the calm before the storm the whole picture with the military and the white house um people need to look up the uh, the video on rumble her last her last name is l-a-t-y-t-o-v-a Sasha. Oh, yeah you know i had this I, I actually have this video in my list today and i have i downloaded the full hour one but i didn't have a chance to go through it and my dad sent me a clip from it uh, and yeah, yes. yeah, that that's a and very good one. One other quick point, um, Scott Ritter. Uh, he goes on uh, McGregor with uh, Judge Napolitano all the time. He does a 16-minute speech that everybody needs to watch. 
You guys should air it. Alex should air it. Owen should air it. Um, it's a great speech. Uh, and he talks a lot about what's going on in Ukraine. And McGregor's right on point with everything that's going on there. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's it's pretty horrifying. Well, we'll uh, I haven't seen the Scott Ritter speech, but I did have – maybe I didn't download it. I'll, I'll download that video um, that you were just talking about of Sasha Latipova. I think is how you pronounce her name. Uh, she has yeah. a substack, Sasha Latipova. Uh, dot substack dot com due diligence and art the role of the US DOD and their co-investors in covid countermeasures enterprise and she gave an hour long speech where she lays out the evidence that this was a uh, a a plan a plan and operation that was that was carried out we'll we'll try to play that maybe in the first 5 minutes of the next segment if we can get a good 5 minute chunk to give people a, a taste of what the 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 longer speech is about thank you very much uh, for the call robert let's go to sean in california who wants to talk about putin's speech uh, thanks for calling in sean what are your thoughts on the speech that putin gave yesterday or the day before sean morning harrison morning, morning harrison am i coming in loud and clear with you yes sir loud and clear great yeah isn't it uh, a crazy sign of the times when the head of Russia sounds like a mid-80s to late 90s uh, c- c- typical American political candidate mm-hmm. and sounds rational and reasonable just for uh, asking that people of the world be decent? And he is, pointing, he is right in his flaws. He's pointing out in the American system that there are a lot of degenerates who unfortunately have gotten into our higher office. Yeah. which, uh, you know, that's kind of on us for that happening. But uh, so- something relating to the folks who, uh, you know, tried to infer you were a beta last week. If you recall, I gave you props for actually having the initiative to take upon yourself raising a family, creating the chicken farm and all this. Those folks wouldn't know an alpha if they were looking up the shoe treads of one stepping on them. The, <laughs> the fact of the matter the fact of the matter is, Harrison, you're leading by example, like I'm talking about, and doing what you can and more than what you can. So I have to give you props. And this is something for all the American Journal listeners, maybe yourself as well. A little tip here. Americans, we tend to have a decreasing memory, a, a, a decreasing attention span. So find a game or a hobby, Sudoku, crossword puzzles, whatever, something that tests your memory every day. Because a lot of these folks who call in that try to you know rattle you, Harrison, they seem to not have memory of your shows literally a week to two weeks ago when you explained what you were doing and all this you know all the things you're running around like a madman, you know, juggling ten plates with nine sticks, but you're doing more. Other people expect, and that's disappointing. Uh, I would expect the American Journal audience to have a better memory. And you, Owen, Alex, whether it's with brain force or just being, you know, able to push through on your own, you guys have on point memories and can remember these conversations. It's a shame the folks trying to troll us, uh, they obviously aren't up to speed and up to par. Well, th- uh, thank you very much for that, Sean. I do, I do appreciate it. I like callers calling me and tell me I'm not beta. That's a, that's a change of pace. <laughs> I like it. You know what the most you know what the most beta thing is to think you have to be alpha all the time. Yeah. Yep. Think about there, that. Think about that for a second. Put that in your pope and smike it. All right. Uh, thank you very much for for the call, uh, Sean. I I do appreciate it. It's funny. Nobody's going to rattle me. I'll just, just let you know that right now. I I have. I have an inordinate and perhaps unearned sense of confidence. Uh, you can call me whatever names you want. It literally washes off my back like uh, water off a duck's wing. Couldn't care less what the naysayers say. Uh, it's, 
it's funny that uh, other that the callers seem seem to be pissed at it. Ignore them. It doesn't matter. Who cares? I'm doing everything I can to fight for the fate of humanity. I'll keep, continue to stand up against the globalists in a way that is unparalleled across the entire media landscape. We'll continue to do that here at InfoWars. All we ask is for your support in this by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Get a supplement. Keep yourself healthy. Keep us on the air. Keep us in the fight. That's the alpha thing to do. We'll be back on the other side with Kate, Anina, and Jessica Holder. InfoWars is winning. InfoWars is reaching more people than ever. We were supposed to be off the air months and months and months ago. Mainstream media told you, but it's not true. They told you we were going to be shut down. They told you we owed a billion and a half dollars. None of that's true. It's all being appealed. They want you to think InfoWars is dead. But if you simply stand up and support InfoWars, we've got years and years of appeals, and we will not be taken off the air. But if they can convince you that we've been shut down, they're going to win. Don't let the globalists psyop you and your family. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get incredible products, supplements, books, films, T-shirts, you name it, that fund the InfoWar and empower your life and let the globalists know their psyop has not worked. Thanks for keeping us on air. Take action at InfoWarsStore.com today because the only people that can take us off the air is you, the viewers and listeners. The majority of you have not been psyop, but some of you have. Do not let the globalists brainwash you. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and keep us on the air.